Thanks for listening to Emmaus Footnotes. What if you knew you only had a week left to live? What would you do? Who would you spend your time with? Eat with? What would you say? Welcome to our Approaching Freedom Holy Week Reflection Series, where we look at the last week, now known as Holy Week, before Jesus' resurrection. Every day this week, we will bring you a short episode following Jesus' journey to the tomb. We hope these episodes inspire your spiritual imagination to more fully experience these pivotal moments and more fully celebrate the wonder of the resurrection come Sunday morning. Before I get into today's reflection, I want to invite you to our Stations of the Cross art installation at the Lincoln Theater. Come anytime from 4 to 7 on Good Friday. We'll have an experience for kids too. Find more details at EmmausCommunity.org. Also, for Easter Sunday, join us at the theater at 9 and 11, with the 9 a.m. also being offered online. I'm Melissa Lester, and today I'm going to share with you about temples and tables. The very day after his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, Jesus goes to the temple and sees a familiar scene. And for a second time in his ministry, he turns over tables at the temple and strongly rebukes the money changers and religious leaders there. Again, near the time of Passover, Jesus found the money changers and robbers back in the temple, his father's house. The temple is a place where God dwells and a place of devotion and communion with God. So why all the anger? The money changers and people selling animals for sacrifice were taking advantage of religious devotion and the fact that people were coming from out of the area. You see, people earned their money in a different currency from what was used at the temple. Money would have to be exchanged in order to purchase a sacrificial animal. The rates they were charging were unfair, and the changers were profiting heavily off the situation. The Passover sacrifice requirement, which was a devotion to God, was corrupted by those who cared first for their personal gain at the expense of faithfulness to God and oppression of others. The temple, the very place where God dwells, was embracing partiality and required an arbitrary degree of prestige and pedigree to obey God. This would have made it difficult for the poor to come into devotion, to come with devotion to God, because the money changers and religious leaders were putting up unnecessary barriers. This would have further oppressed the poor and marginalized, making them unable to fill, fulfill their sacrifice or putting them in great distress to do so. And Jesus was not having it. And one could say that he lost it. At least that's what I usually think when I think of someone who starts throwing furniture around. And yet Jesus did not simply lose it. Jesus' righteous, zealous anger was for his Father's glory, but it was also for our good. The self-serving cruelty of the money changers needed to stop. Jesus' authority though firmly established long ago, needed to be realized in order to make right what was broken and to bring about justice for the oppressed. And he had so clearly come for the oppressed. Jesus turned the tables over because he was about to set a new one. 
try to imagine the scene. Furniture crashed around, money and coins flying around, would-be sacrificed animals squawking and bawling, some of them now loose from a cage or tie. The temple leaders are fuming, angry at the authority that Jesus had. The only reason they didn't have him crucified then and there was because the crowd for the moment was very much on his side. And all the people looked on in shock. And then this is what Jesus said. My temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Jesus turned the tables over because he was about to set a new one. It is at this new table where human partiality, prestige, and pedigree serve no purpose. Animal sacrifices were about to become obsolete. And at this new table, well, it has more than enough room for everyone, for all nations, as a matter of fact. Those that believe on Jesus would become sons and daughters of God. Jesus' new table was set for Jew and Gentile alike. This would continually be revealed over and over because of the shift in perspective was so great. Indeed, the tables had turned. This new table was a symbol of sacrifice not made by you, but by Christ. His body, His blood poured out for you. The entire dispensation was changing. The mercy of God revealed to the oppressed and to the poor in spirit. A new table, a new covenant, His blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins. What does this mean for us today? I'll leave you with a few thoughts for your consideration. Are there barriers of partiality or prestige placed in and around our community or in and around our own hearts that hinder the sincere curiosity and worship of others? Do we avoid those who are a little different in background or political persuasion? Are we partial to those easier to love over those we don't understand? Do we come to the table Jesus has set with a fence in our hearts, hoping so-and-so doesn't sit next to us? I will tell you, people of Emmaus Church community, to me, you are the greatest church I've ever been in. But I know God is calling us to greater things here. May we together participate in removing the human-made barriers that keep people from coming to Jesus. Together as a church community, we are God's house. We gather as a transformed people now called the church. Individually, we are each a temple of the Holy Spirit, a dwelling place of God because He has given us His own Spirit. There is a corporate application and an individual application. And while we aren't selling overpriced animals for sacrifice in the lobby, it would be incorrect to assume that Jesus' zeal for his house shouldn't be translated to our time and place. Have we reset tables Jesus already turned over, like old patterns and broken ways of being in the world? Have the tendency toward the human definition of success and prestige over what is great in God's kingdom taken a more prominent seat at our table. 
May Jesus have full reign in our lives to turn over tables and to bring us to his new home.